You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for The Jordan Harbinger Show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. Hello and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday. It's Eve here. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about letting go. I think we've probably all said something along the lines of just drop it or let it go, either to ourselves or to someone else at some point in our lives, perhaps multiple times over. And my idea to talk about this stemmed from such a small, 
silly thing involving the dishwasher, of all things. So I pack it one way, and my husband packs it another way. Let's just say we have a different approach. Anyway, on this occasion, my husband came into the kitchen as I was repacking his efforts. Clearly, he was a little miffed by this, and we actually ended up having a little argument. And I said something like, okay, just let it go, you've made your point. The thing is, saying it is much easier than doing it. Us humans like to hold on to things, and we can become very attached to ideas or objects, both physically and emotionally. I think in this modern-day world that we live in, there can be this feeling that we must do something in order to improve ourselves, and we can become very attached to ideas of what we think we should be doing or what other people think we should do. And all of this holding on or attachment can actually mask the fact that often what is required is a simple non-doing, a letting go of unhelpful habits, behaviors, and thoughts. And I was chatting to a good friend the other day. She works within HR as a learning and development manager. And she's been at her company for quite a few years now. Even though she enjoys it, I know this is not what she wants to spend her whole career doing. She ultimately wants to set herself up as a personal business coach and consultant. So I asked her if she'd given any more thought to it. I know she'd be so good at it, but making a career change is really daunting. So I wanted to give her some space. And she explained that what was holding her back was this feeling that she was not able to let go of the security she felt around her current role. And that whenever she thought about what starting out on her own could look like, All she could think of was that she'd be making a huge mistake. She wouldn't be good enough at it. She'd be letting down her co-workers and the company who had supported her. You know, it can be a really scary thing to even consider letting go of something like a job that provides security for us. But the flip side of that is it can mean things become very fixed in our mind. And we can almost go out of our way to not allow anything to threaten that by compensating by doing more. And I think it can be helpful to look at this topic through the lens of what happens in the mind when we feel we need to create a certain outcome. And I'll use a simple example here. So if we find ourselves in a situation where perhaps we've expressed some unkindness, the temptation is to think that we need to actively do something. But the more closely we look at the dynamic, the more we see that actually most of the time, It's not about adding something. It's about putting something down. So let's take the example of kindness. So one could say that kindness is an innate quality of mind and that to experience kindness, we simply have to stop being unkind. If we can let go of an overly critical thinking mind, if we can let go of our judgmental mind, then actually very often we find that kindness is already here. It's not that we need to add kindness to our behavior or to our thinking. It's already there. And as soon as we let go of unkindness, then we discover it. And the same is true for anything else. So often in life, we can feel very stuck in our behaviors and we can become very habituated by them, even the packing of a dishwasher. But if we can see those behaviors clearly in the moment and choose to let them go, to take a different path, we start to see that really, it's about focusing less on adding something and more this idea of letting go. 
I'll leave it there for today. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you tomorrow. Hey everyone, it's Rosie. If you're here, I assume you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on this show and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering all of your questions and giving advice on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you'll join us soon. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.